Bonjour, hello, and welcome to Gem Girls, your favorite, yes, we decide, uh, audio adventure into the comically calamitous cavern of subpar <laughs> 1980s animation, where we metaphorically mine the genitalia of oft-forgotten cartoons what? to <laughs> dissect and discuss their mo- most minute details. Uh, get up in the gooch of the minouche, if you will. That oh my is, God. You know, minouche being short term for minutia. Uh, just of so course. You know. Yeah, of course. So uh, as we get up in the gooch of the minouche of Gem and the Holograms, I am Orifice Jones. And I am Hakuna Matitis. And today we are giving allegorical fellatio to the second part of Gem season two opener, The Talent Search, part two. Otherwise known as Enter the Forgotten Hologram, or its original title, Violence and Psychoses, the Craig Phillips story. (laughs) For real, though, the B-plot of this episode is definitely part of some shitty true crime podcast. Yeah, yeah, it's actually scary. Yeah, it's a little bit terrifying. It terrifies a little. (laughs) And, of course, this installment of Gem was written by the one true matriarch of the Gemisphere, the first womb of the Gembryos, (laughs) the one and only Lady Christy Marks, who summarizes the episode as follows. Asha falls in love with a drummer, Craig Phillips. Does she? It's been like two days. But anyway. She's into it. um, Without realizing he is Stormer's brother. Eric tries and fails to manipulate both Rhea and Craig, the talent search finalists, obviously, to find out who Jem truly is. Rhea becomes the new drummer of the holograms, and Shayna, miserable with her fashion job, returns as a guitarist. Wow, spoiler Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Easy marks. Just busting out all the plot. No. We need a little bit more mystery. Exactly, exactly. Save some for suspense. Yeah, so most importantly, um, I think when this episode starts, though, uh, it little starts girl with, recap. Exactly, a little bit LGR, you know, I'm saying, saying, which is always I'm always welcome to. Uh, you know, she burns through those plot points like it's nothing. <laughs> I know she is such an icon, but I would say she is far less hectic in this little girl recap than she has been in previous ones. But she still tells it like it is, which yeah, we love yeah, about her. Yeah, exactly. That's like my favorite part. She's always just like, yeah, then <laughs> this happened, then this shit happened, and then this shit happened. Oh, then, oh, yeah, 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 this happened. And then this happened. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm a little but girl. But like, she, she, <laughs> she's such a little girl about it. Um, at one point she says, after auditioning dozens of awful drummers, um, which I really like. Yeah, yeah. A little girl, but just, you know, like we say, telling it like it is. She's just being factual. They all suck. And then she's like, Eric Raymond is now trying to bribe Rhea to reveal Jem's true secret. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's so good. Like, of course, Eric Raymond and his bribery. The little girl saw it and she's pointing it out. Yeah, she's like, yeah, I clocked you, Eric Raymond, with your bribery. <laughs> I may be a little girl, but I know what I'm talking about. Ray Ray. <laughs> um <laughs> And that's where we basically open up in this episode, because it's um, after the LGR, we're in the Japanese resto, and <laughs> Eric is... <laughs> you really need to abbreviate everything. I, I honestly do. It's just it's how I write things down, and <laughs> I said it, and I was like, that wasn't necessary, but let's move along. But sure. we're in the Japanese restaurant scene, to use all of the syllables, and... Um, mm-hmm. Rhea instantly rebuffs Eric's, uh, like, you know, extortion advances. 
uh, who is also, he's, Eric is wearing socks, I want, I just want to point out. I don't know why I noticed this, and I, I wrote down, why is that hot, question mark, and I still, I don't know. <laughs> I don't, don't even know. an answer he, for that. Neither do I, and I thought it. He's, he's one step closer to being naked. Well, he's not, like, I, like he's wearing socks while t- he's at a Japanese restaurant, so they took off their shoes, I guess. I don't yeah. know why I find the socks part kind of hot. That was, that was weird. Let's move on. Um, <laughs> I just, like, am confused by the level of attention to detail put into the setting. Like, Gem and the Holograms, you know, or for lack of a better word, the, the animators are very lazy. Yeah, that's um, true. So, like, why put all this effort into, like, making this super intricate, traditional Japanese restaurant? Like, why are they even there? What happens to, like, the Music <laughs> Star Diner or Buffet or whatever the fuck? Yeah, the Music Star Buffet or whatever the fuck it's called. <laughs> um, honestly, you're not wrong. And I actually got to give kudos to, I guess, the peeps or the showrunner or the writer, Lady Marks. For being like, no, they're gonna be in a Japanese restaurant. You have to, <laughs> you have to animate him with no shoes on because Eric is cultured. <laughs> I will say though that throughout this episode, the scenes were quite nice. Like there are a few really nice offices. Jerrica's office was nicer than usual. Um, Shayna's studio is really well decorated. That's true. And... That's true. That's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess like we're in season two, baby. Like they got that money. Do they, though? I mean, relatively so. <laughs> they can throw in a few animated plants here and there. Exactly. In one of them, they had, like, a palm tree, and I said, oh, that's a nice plant. That's a nice touch. <laughs> There's that's a nice feeling. Nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like <laughs> homey in this otherwise poor-looking apartment or office, wherever we are. Yeah. Um, so, basically, yeah, Rhea storms off, and... Um, even though Eric, as he reminds her, um, could make her rich and famous. And then we cut to Jerrica in her really nice office um, where they're all wearing new outfits. Yeah, everyone. Um, I actually, I think throughout the episode, people look good. Yeah, I will say that. Um, Jerrica didn't look too bad. Right. It was fine. It was a sweater. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She wore some shit. But uh, other characters <laughs> look better. We'll get to them when, when they pop up. I've written them down elsewhere. Um, so Jerrica's on the phone in her office and basically gets a report that uh, the concert for her talent search is all sold out. And Kimber and Aja are sitting at the table kind of leafing through all of the magazines with the talent search advertisements on it. And Aja says, I wonder what Shayna thinks of all this. Um, I wonder if she's still mad at us. And Jerrica calls her to invite her to the concert. And we cut to Shayna's studio and I swear to God, there's this person in this red jumpsuit. I thought it was a man initially with a giant ass. Did you see that? No, but go on. <laughs> it just turned out to be some woman oh, with like okay. a big dress, which was so much worse. <laughs> was it in the song or in the transition to the song? No, not in the song. In the transition to the studio, like there's a someone putting clothing away or something and it looks like they have this giant bootay in a red velour tracksuit oh okay 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 i would i mean i would love a red velour tracksuit that does sound very appealing <laughs> right and then we so then we get show me the way this is the song that they're playing 
Um, you are right, it is coming up, but um, there's a whole scene with Shayna and her boss. Okay, let's do that. Let's do that. So, uh, yeah. Uh, so the talent search contest is, like, apparently sold out as well. And the holograms are wondering if Shane is still pissed at them. And that's when we get that call with Jerrica. And, you know, on the call, Shayna is basically, like, lying to Jerrica, saying everything's all good. But she's also super, super, super busy. She has to go real quick. And she hangs up the phone. And everyone's like, oh, she must be having a wonderful time. Except she isn't because Liv Stratton <laughs> no. is a stone-cold bee. And I kind of love her. She really is. I mean, yes. But, like... I mean, actually, though, what she says is pretty iconic. Yeah! Like the whole, you made the other lead actress's dress more gorgeous than mine? Like, what the fuck? Yeah, like, it's it's such a power move, and like, it's just a complete, like, there's no saving grace to her. She's a stone-cold bee, gives zero fucks, <laughs> and it's like, you do it the way I tell you to do it. Make that bitch ugly, make me look pretty. Right, and she storms off, not before tearing up Shayna's design. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's a real menace, real menace. Um, so yeah, Shayna is hella depressed, and we get the song Show Me The Way because she knows, you know, she needs someone to show her the way. Yeah, exactly. Show me the way, show me the way. Um, I keep running in circles, never know where I stand. Nothing seems to work exactly as I planned. Show me the I do enjoy how the opening transition where Shayna, like, she's wearing this, like, green getup, and then she, like, kind of tears it off transition into her African <laughs> warlord getup. I really liked it. <laughs> yeah, there are some good visuals. Like, I like when she's floating through space, and then she gets bound by this giant ribbon and piece of thread and it's like hurtling her through the galaxy. Dude, yeah, and then there's like a space maze. She's like in a labyrinth <laughs> in space. Some good shit. It's some good shit. Yeah, and she sees her friends and she runs towards them, but it's just a wall with them painted on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Great that psycho, was, great psycho. That was so fucking dark. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That being said, um, the like, gem gets particularly pitchy at the end. Oh my god, we've talked about this song before. I know, it's, I know, I know. Show me the way. Yeah, yeah. The I, way. I, I, <laughs> it really gets to that, like to that point where it's like, oh, that hurt my ears. Um, yeah, it made me laugh at the end. Um, so we cut to Misfits music, and Eric is like wringing his fingers, like pacing back and forth, and he's basically like, I thought Rhea would be so much easier to bribe. And the misfits are like, we could bribe the other guy. Yeah, and they're like, um, the other guy, Craig Phillips. Phillips, I know that name. Yes, because it is an actual first name. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, that name sounds familiar. Yes, I've heard it because people have it as their first name quite often. <laughs> uh, not actually, that's not actually what they say. Because uh, they're like, oh, Phillips. And Stormer kind of comes in. It basically says, like, yeah, that's my brother. Her real name is Mary Phillips. Uh, this is her bro, Craig Phillips. And, uh, you know, he's, he's with her, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He walks in. Yeah, he is he, with yeah, her. Yeah, with yeah, the yeah, tightest yeah. pants. With the tightest 
hands. Yeah, like, oh. like despite the fact that he's like a like raving lunatic, Craig Phillips is a piece. <laughs> all right. Yeah, he he is a piece. Yeah, and he has like a deeper voice than Rio does. He's like way more of a man than Rio. Way more of a man. Such a man that he's psychotic. But as yes. as we'll see in in due course. Um, so yeah, <laughs> Stormer rolls in with Craig Phillips, her bro. Uh, everyone kind of like hits on him, which is weird. Mm-hmm. Uh, which, as we just discussed, is totally understandable. And uh, yeah, this is where we learn that uh, Stormer's real name is Mary. Yeah, Mary Phillips, which you know isn't a bad name for two first names. But yeah. Stormer is way better. Stormer is way better, but I also buy Stormer as a Mary, as, like, someone who, one, has a sister named Mary, and two, is intimately (laughs) aware of, you know, the cultural associations with the name, hashtag Virgin Mm -hmm. Mary, you know what I'm saying? Uh, (laughs) Stormer fits all all up into that. I get it. Stormer is kind of a Mary. Do you think Stormer is a virgin? Uh, honestly, I wouldn't, Probably, yeah. yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. Cause like she is a secret lesbian. Right. I don't get lesbian vibes from Stormer. I get like repressed heterosexual vibes. Really? No, I, I actually read Stormer solely as a lesbian. She, like her and Kimber are dating. Like in my, in my gem, <laughs> in like the gemisphere up in my head, they're an item. Interesting. I mean, I think. Kimber's playing everyone. Exactly, exactly. Like, I think Kimber is just, like, you know, she's still young, and she's, like, experimenting, and she's into Stormer. Is she exclusively into girls? Is she exclusively into guys? She's figuring it out. Stormer, I think, is, like, you know, she's a gal on gal gal, and (laughs) she's into Kimber for obvious reasons. They have a lot of common. Yeah, and Kimber has pink hair, and she's thin and tall. And right. And she has blue hair. And she's thin and tall. And tall. <laughs> so, kind of makes fucking sense. Right. Um, but yeah, basically, um, they try to convince uh, Craig to kind of do the dirty work of figuring out who Jem really is. Right, right, um, right. Uh, and Eric, immediately when he jumps on him, he's like, how would you like to help us destroy Jem? Yeah, he says so sensually and is touching him as he says it. It's like, Eric, relax. And basically they're just like, Eric's like, no, don't get us wrong. We just want to find out who she really is. Um, Like, no, Eric. Like, if anyone said that to me, like, destroy Jem. Yeah, you want to help us destroy Jem? Like a- it's like, dude, what? <laughs> Like when did when did we get on that page? <laughs> yeah, um, I don't know. He shouldn't have tried to walk that back. He should have just embraced it. Exactly. It's like yes, destroy. <clears throat> and all all definitions of the word, <laughs> I mean them. <laughs> you know, I want to destroy her reputation. I want to destroy her <laughs> brand. I want to destroy her physically. Wow. Um. And, like, Craig is super confused. He's like, basically, what the fuck is happening? None of this makes sense to me. And then Eric's like, does money make sense to you? (laughs) (laughs) It's like rubbing his fingers. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah. I also like Craig's line where he's basically like, I'm out of touch. None of this means anything to me. And it was just (laughs) like, yeah, dude, same. Like, what are they talking about? 
Right? Uh, um, I, I, no, I go for it. No, I, I just want to point out Stormer's dope-ass look. This entire yeah. scene. She's wearing like a sweater on sweater on sweater vibe. It's like a red, like long-length sweater base with a black sweater halter top. And then like a <laughs> sweater orange sash <laughs> at the bottom. It's some great shit. Yeah, Stormer looks great in this episode. She rolls through with a like one piece like jumpsuit sweater thing. Dude, yeah, her like on. her yeah, the blue and orange like V jumpsuit yeah. where she is legit on her way to go fight crime or battle space monsters. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. She looks like she's like training in a boxing gym in space. Yeah, definitely a space vibe. Like, you gotta have something space-related. And it's for sure intense training. I was gonna say, like, I don't know, <laughs> experimental fighter pilot in space. <laughs> yeah, either way, she looks fucking phenomenal. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. I wanna be her. Basically, uh, I don't wanna have her brother, though. Because um, <laughs> Craig... Craig basically rejects everybody and, like, you know, even, like, the, the bribes that Eric is loading on and on. And he leaves. And basically everybody then pressures Stormer to get Craig to do it to use, you know, sisterly guilt, which is, you know, one of the most powerful forms of guilt. Right. But also, like, with the consequence or with the uh, point that if she doesn't do it and if she doesn't convince him to do it, then she'll get kicked out of the group. Right, which is also super devastating and, like, mad mean. I know, it's super mean. But basically, like, honestly, I'm team no one in this scene because I'm like, Stormer, don't manipulate him, you know? This is wrong. Right, right. And, like, also, don't be a weak bitch about them threatening to kick you out because I feel like we've already actually had an episode where you left and everything <clears throat> fell apart. So, like, you know they need you. Right, exactly. So... Anyway, basically, Craig is like, I'll do it for my sister, whatever. Right. And then so we, we go, to... we go, you know, I just like the, I just wrote it down as later at some pond, because that's literally <laughs> what happens. We just cut to some I fucking said pond. at some river. Okay, okay, okay. A body of water of sorts. Yeah. Um, so Craig and Aja are on a date, and there are swans everywhere. Well, they're they're on a, a jog. They're on a jog. They're on like a fitness oh, date. Oh, that's true. And Aja overpowers him, or... Is way better at jogging. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because, like, they're jogging, um, and, like, he's tired. He's like, oh, can we take a break? And she's like, a breezy five miles? Like, come on. <laughs> yeah, that was pretty good. I was like, go, Aja. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, basically, they're talking, um, and Craig is like, I have a confession to make. I entered the talent search to basically get close to you. And Aja's like, I hope you win. Right. Um, and he's also like, but I need to know who Jem is. Which, like, nice try, Craig. Yeah, that wasn't, like, very organic. You weren't <laughs> no. really, like, you know, feeling the mood here. I know, like, I, I just, I don't understand why yeah. he thought that would work. You know, it, I mean, the whole afterwards is a train wreck. So, like, it kind of makes sense. Maybe it's, like, not knowing <laughs> what is happening. And basically, Aja pushes him away. It's like, of course, I won't do that. Like, I trust, like, Jem trusts me to keep her secret. And then Craig becomes absolutely insane. Dude, yeah, it's like manipulative. It's and so twisted. quick. Like, something switches where he's like, what? Like, you won't even trust me to tell me that? It's like, Donna. It's like, whoa, Craig, like, relax, dude. 
Yeah, he's like, I should drop out if you don't trust me. Like, you want me to be your drummer, but, like, you won't trust me. Um, Which was so messed up. Super Um, messed up. Fortune, like, Aja tells him like it is. And she's basically like, yo, dude, this is not my secret to tell. So, like, you got to drop it or else I'm out of here. And fortunately, Craig, you know, is like, oh, okay, I guess it's, like, still fine. I do dispute the fact that Aja is instantly okay with the fact that he just had, like, a bipolar moment and is not really mm-hmm. going to address that in the slightest, and they just kind of kiss. But that was kind of weird. Yeah, that was super weird and uh, kind of devastating. Yeah, I would be like, yo, girl, red flags. He has blue hair, but those are some red flags. <laughs> um... So yeah, basically he goes back to the misfits and Eric and he's like, listen, like she has so much loyalty. She has so much integrity. I can't ever do that to her. And then Eric rightfully is like, well, what, what would they say about your integrity being the brother of a misfit? But I would add to that, like the fact that you tried to manipulate her into telling you Jem's secret for Eric. Right, right, right. Like, the evidence is pretty damning on his part already. (laughs) Yeah. um, But fortunately, Craig doesn't pursue it any further. He does have this great line of, don't play games with me, I've had enough. It's just... (laughs) Craig... Doesn't he, like, start smashing shit? I I don't know if if this scene... There's a couple scenes of, like, Craig and Eric and, like, Craig getting violent. Uh, Yeah, the (laughs) the better one happens later. I don't know how long it is, but I do know Eric looks terrified in the scene. He's like, okay, dude, like, relax. Um, So basically he's like, Eric's like, okay, if we can't pursue that, then we have to go back to Rhea. I know that she knows something. We have to put the squeeze on her. And then Jenna, yeah, please go ahead. So Jenna is like the worst. Like she may even be worse than Pizazz, to be honest. Um, She immediately steals Eric's wallet without him noticing it's like i can find someone to do this and like flips through his wallet and takes all his money and then gives him his empty wallet but i do i just i had to say the line of like you want her squeezed is that all it's like woo, jetta like damn that was kind of (laughs) hot yeah it sounds like she's some sort of prostitute or some sort of i don't know escort I she like to... yeah, and like you know she knows the streets because she hires a fucking bunch of goons. Oh yeah, and these goons I guess are some sort of gang because they're both wearing like snake shirts. Yeah, they're all wearing snake shirts, and the lead guy is also wearing a snake vest, <laughs> which I appreciated. So he has like a an orange t shirt with like a coiled snake on the front, and he's wearing like a cut off vest with a coiled snake in the back. So front and back mm-hmm. coiled snakes, you know? Damn, that's hot. It's hot. Ah, I don't know about that. It's a look. Well, it could be like the snake could represent the penis, no? True, true, true. And they do always. <laughs> so why wouldn't they hear in the most sexual show in the world? You're right, you're right. I forgot we're talking about the most sexual show in the world, Gem and Holograms. <laughs> I really do think of it that way sometimes. <laughs> Most times. Same here, same here, same here. Um, So before we even get to the goon exchange, um, we cut to um, the concert where the final playoff between the two drummers is happening and they're jamming. They're doing it to a 
they're jamming. They're doing a sick drum duel. I to, wouldn't even uh, say I wouldn't go that far. <laughs> Well, they call it a drum duel. They do, they do, but none of it is sick. Listen. Listen. Um, I liked it. Oh, okay, okay. Um, no, I didn't. I didn't. Yeah, it come was on. Believe in Yourself. I hate this song. No, no, this, this, oh yeah, no, this, like they start with Believe in Yourself, which is, yeah. No, this is Beat This. It's Beat This. Yeah, sorry. exactly. No, you, they start with Believe in Yourself and then they transition to Beat This for the real, like, drum off. Beat This if you can. I just Outfits looks good though. Yeah, I don't think this is a bad song. It had some pretty good guitar and synth action. Yeah, I suppose. I guess I just found the drum solos pretty underwhelming. It was just like a, it, they were all pretty simple and they couldn't necessarily hear them very well. <laughs> yeah, for a drum duel, like the drums were not a prominent feature of this song yeah, whatsoever. Yeah, I also do want to point out how both. Craig and Rhea are fucking twirling their drumsticks. Like, it makes such a difference to the song or the sound, and, like, as if their lives depended on it. And there's one frame where it cuts to Rhea, and, like, she's, like, her face is full of effort as she spins the little fucking stick and then get bats back to playing. And it's like, Rhea, like, you know you don't have to do the, the, the stick spin thing all the time. You could just not do it. Yeah, but, like, she has to show off her style, her flair, her skill. I don't know, dude. It was just, it was very aggressive stick twirling. Uh, (laughs) To the point where I don't even think it was, like, possible. The speed, they were twirling them. It was quicker than the eye could catch. Yeah. um, Quicker than the eye could catch. Some would call that, like magnificent <laughs> i call it forced and um <laughs> unmajestic wow i like my drums i like biting. my drum offs to be majestic jocelyn that's such a cutting review i wanted to be like a horse emerging from water Whoa. this was not that um that's the most majestic I, thing in the world the horse emerging from water i was gonna say i want like it as majestic as a horse Bursting from a barn that is on fire. Okay. Isn't that what happened in Black Beauty? I don't fucking know. I didn't watch that. Or did Black Beauty die in the fire? I can't remember. <laughs> that's not majestic. That's just sad. Yeah, it's super sad. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I like your version, I guess, where he busts through the fucking barn and doesn't burn to burn alive. <laughs> yeah, that's way better. Um, so basically, this music video, honestly, like, whatever. A lot of stick twirling, yeah, a lot of... Yeah, yeah. Like camera angles, there were a ton of different camera angles, which I suppose were supposed to have a cool effect, but they did not. And people were voting for the drummers. Right, right. I also really love how Jem says in her speech, she's like, everyone will cast their vote and an independent company will tally the votes. <laughs> Jem specifies, it's like, yeah, okay, thanks for the clarity. I wasn't really concerned with the integrity of this electoral process. <laughs> I know. <laughs> But, like, Jem, she just oozes integrity. Exactly. And she like, just queefs integrity. <laughs> Disgusting. She squirts integrity. All right, let's stop there. Uh, are you, That's the line. 
that's your lie. I thought you were going to have at least one more for me there. Oh, I poops. <laughs> no, that's not that bad. That should have been your first and or second. Um, <sighs> I just thought it was a very, like, you know, contemporarily uh, relevant, both of those words are the same, comment <laughs> on Jem's part of she's bringing in, you know, she wants everyone to know, like, hey, you know, the people telling this, no political biases over here. This, this election's all good. No rigging. Right. And that's, that is very timely for us because that is a topic that is being discussed a lot in this, our neighbors. Exactly. And in this vague time period, I like how we never try to like <laughs> pinpoint what date it is that we're actually recording this. I know. Cause what is Should time? Just, Cause what is time? What is time? Exactly. Time is always every time is now every now is that exactly i I, pre- <laughs> I exist in time laterally so i'm not necessarily moving forward through time as in i'm always within time time courses through my veins yeah i got like i got i got time on dimes all right <laughs> all i'm gonna say about it that says it all really i got a dime for all the times that i don't know it's just it's just like you know one of the, are... it's one of those three times of slime don't mind the time <laughs> exactly like i exact i totally know what you mean michael right exactly it's just i i know you get it it's all that really matters <laughs> three times the slime don't mind the time <laughs> it means nothing but it means everything yeah i mean i feel it really encapsulates the concept of time <laughs> if you want to mark like designate it as a concept right right which we're Outside of that, we're yeah. beyond that's, concept. That's paying recognition to time. I'm not even going to conceptualize it because, like, why bother? Right, exactly. You know, it goes diagonally, it goes through, it goes under, it goes over. I mean, Jocelyn, I'll say it one more time. It's three times the slime. Don't mind the time. <laughs> I don't even mind the time. Exactly. Um, exactly. exactly. Thank you, Michael, for reminding me of that truth. No problem. Like, I knew you knew. It's just, again, you need a reminder. Yeah. Exactly. Um, so the crowd obviously goes wild. The independent company is tallying the ballot. <laughs> right. Independent and, company. <laughs> and then they have that guy come back later, but I'll, I'll mention that later. Um, so here's where we get Jetta talking to the snake gang, the goon squad right, right. in the back alley. And basically she enlists them to go to Alonzo's nursery and destroy everything with baseball bats I do heartbreaking heartbreaking but I do like Jetta has like an alpha dog moment because the uh she tells them like hey like you get half the money now you'll get half the money when I know the job is done and like bring evidence that you did it and the lead goon is like well what if we had on all the money now and Jetta stomps on his foot and is like basically yo go get this fucking job done and I liked it like sometimes an alpha needs to get alphaed Oh, yeah, for sure. Especially because, like, he could have just taken all the money and not done bad shit. Yeah, exactly. Unless he's a real psychopath and just wants to do it for fun. No, he's not a Craig Phillips dude. True. (laughs) Um, So, basically, everything is destroyed. They smash the windows of the greenhouse. They smash all of the plants. Her dad is like, fuck my plants, my greenhouse, my flowers. My orchids. Do this. My orchids. My orcs. Uh, my orchids. <laughs> I also like how the goons smash everything while saying like a witty one-liner. I really appreciate that in my goonage. <laughs> goonage. 
Um, yeah, it's really important to have a one-liner when you do something obnoxious. Exactly. And honestly, like, I'm not going to say it makes it better, but it makes it bearable. <laughs> right. It makes it funny. Right. Or memorable. Yeah. Noteworthy. Yeah. yeah. A little bit of flair. Um, so Rhea is basically like, oh no, this is going to cost so much money to fix. And I'm like, thanks, Rhea, for rubbing that in your dad's face. Like, he fucking <laughs> knows, bro. So true. So true. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's, that was like, you know, shit. yeah, just like, shut the fuck up, Rhea. He knows. Uh, and then Rhea walks off and her brother's like, yo, Rhea, aren't you going to go to like the press conference, the talent search? She's like, nah, nah, nah. Like, Craig is going to win anyways. So why bother? Right. And then we cut back. And that weak bitch, Rhea energy coming back. Exactly, exactly. She actually does have like a pretty good moment later in the episode, though, um, despite this this weakness. Uh, and then we, so then we go to Craig and Stormer. And this is the prelude to maybe my favorite part of anything ever. Because uh, <laughs> Stormer is looking all cute. This is also another great Stormer outfit this episode. She's wearing like a short red sleeve sweater with like a leaf dove on it. And it's like in white, I don't know. Uh, and then she's wearing black pants and red socks and shoes. It's a great look. Yeah, she does look cute. Mad cute. She has her hair up in a ponytail as well. Yeah, yeah. It's a great, like, at-home look. And Stormer is going on about how if, like, Craig... Like, if you just, like, you know, learn about Jem's secret by accident, then you could just, like, give me the info, like, real chill styles. And Craig is like, nah, dude, like, I'm not going to do that. Like, Mary, you're my sister. You're too good for the misfits. And then... Right. She is. And she is. She is. But then she, like, kind of cry tells him, like, she's got to help or else they'll kick her out of the group. And she has this line of, like, I'm nothing without the misfit. And it's like, oh, dude, heavy. Yeah, that's so real. I mean, like, on the one hand, like, she is a better person than them morally and probably, like, also a better musician but she is famous through the band so who would she be outside of it yeah even financially like how would she make money playing music without the established brand that is the misfits like no one knows who the fuck mary phillips is mary phillips it sounds like some folk singer from the 60s or something yeah 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 that is true um and then this is where we get craig's i'm gonna say initial psychotic break um, because <laughs> upon hearing all of this sad backstory from Stormer, he's basically just like, that's it. And he busts off and Stormer sob crying after Craig is like, where are you going? What are you going to do? Um, because she's seen him like this before, that look in his eye, or rather the lack of anything in his eye, the blank stare of a sociopath. With a singular goal in mind, you know, the true terror. Yeah, to just to destroy, to wreak havoc, to get his. Yeah, to get his whatever he thinks is quote unquote right. Uh, and then we cut to Misfits music slash the best scene of ever of ever and anything amazing. Um, <laughs> I I can't even form a full sentence around it. It's too much for my brain. Uh, and we get Araya here. Araya is defeated. She's going to Eric. She's trying to get money for her father's uh, nursery, Alonzo's nursery, as Craig is basically listening from the back door. And she's about to, like, say, like, I'm, like you know, I'm really in a tight spot. These goons trashed my dad's place. I need some money. 
And this is when she sees the orchid in Jetta's hair because the goons had gotten an orchid to prove to Jetta that they actually did the job. Jetta's a dumb bitch and put it in her hair. Uh, mm-hmm. And Rhea, honestly, I actually love this moment because she fucking grabs Jetta's weave and does not <laughs> let go. She's basically like, you said those people grabbing your hair, pulling it. Like, I am fucking pissed off. And she doesn't let her go, her head go for like two minutes. It's good. I know. It was some strong bitch energy. Yeah, yeah. She snatched her weave, grabbed that flower out of her head, and told her off. Which, like, she told them all off. Yeah, yeah. Which was great to see. And then she calls them a pack of jackals, which I thought was such a sick oh. bird. <laughs> you sent someone to wreck my father's business, so I would come begging to you. Uh, I had nothing to do with it. He's lying. He paid for it. <laughs> Smart work, Jetta. If I didn't have a penny in the world, I wouldn't take money from you. To think I would consider betraying someone as good and kind and decent as Jem to a pack of jackals like you. You'll never learn Jem's secret from me. Never! I know, pack of jackals is almost poetic in how well it rolls off the tongue. Yeah, and like when you say it in a disgusted tone, it's it's real good. <laughs> yeah, it's so cutting. Uh... And then she kind of, like, runs off. She, you know, she, like, says how I would never betray Jim. She's a good person. Yada, yada, yada. She goes off. And... Then Craig. Yeah. Storms Craig in. storms in his... Here's where, like, the real magic happens. Uh, it, like, I don't know. He says something. Like, I don't know. Like, Craig, like, you know, what are you doing here? And he says, like, I don't know. It can wait. I got two scores to settle. <laughs> and he forces... And like, whoa. I know. I know. He forces Eric... With extreme violence, he, like, kind of curls <laughs> a lamp around Eric's neck, and he gets him... Right, like, he's going to choke him. Yeah, I thought he yeah. was going to choke him. Um, I loved it. Um, and he's like, you have to pay for the repairs to, like, Rhea's dad's thingamajig. And Eric is like, oh, okay, uh... He, like, devolves into a laughing fit because he's terrified. And he pulls, like, his, like, chest of money. <laughs> And jewels. And jewels. And jewels. Right, 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 right. Uh, great, great visual. And he pulls out like a big wad of cash and he gives it to Craig. And then Craig with like a twisted grin grabs it and then grabs more money out from the chest and puts it in his own pocket. Uh, I love this. Like, what a fucking psycho. <laughs> And he's like, yeah, I'll give it to Rhea. But honestly, at that point, I wasn't so sure that's what was going to happen. Oh, 0%. That first wad was for Rhea, but that second wad, that was for Craig Phillips. (laughs) Um, And then basically, he um, turns to the misfits and is like, so you guys, like, this is score number two. Yeah, right, right, Like, you guys are threatening to kick a bitch out, like... You'll have if you if you don't treat her right, like you'll have to answer to me. And then like he does something else violent. Like, no, he no, so he yeah yeah. So he says like yeah, if you throw out of the group, you'll answer to me personally. And as he says that, he rips a poster off the wall, the misfits, <laughs> and crumples it. Uh, it's real good. And as he's and then as he's leaving. He sees Stormer. This is where Stormer's wearing that dope powder blue jumpsuit with the orange triangle thing on the middle. And Stormer kind of runs up like, what have you done? And it's really creepy because his voice changes. Because he goes from, oh, like, you know, you'll answer to me personally to, everything's fine, Stormer. Don't worry about it. (laughs) (laughs) And then he turns around. He's like, everything's fine, isn't it? 
and Eric and the misfits are at the door and they're all nodding, terrified. Why, yes, Craig. It's so good. She can't make it without you. So treat her right. Because if you toss her out of the misfits, you'll answer to me personally. Craig, what have you done? Everything's fine. Isn't it? Why, yes, Craig. Take care of yourself, Mary. Yeah. I mean, here's the thing, though. Like, despite the fact that Craig Phillips, in the end, does the right thing, he's still... You're still not comforted by that. No, dude, because he uses <laughs> terror and intimidation. He's like... He can change it in the drop of a hat. Exactly. Like, he seems compassionate, but, like, only to a select few people. Otherwise, like, that dude is violent. He is violent and basically he like sees Aja there and he's like, listen, like I need to go. Like I withdraw from the competition um, dude, because I no, like am tied up in some interpersonal shit. Dude, like even the way he tells Aja makes it seem like either he's a secret agent or he, or he murdered someone. Yeah, or he murdered someone. <laughs> and or belong or is actually an escaped like mental patient. Because he says, like, I'm caught in the middle of something. Something personal <laughs> i have to get away and sort things out i need to go back to europe where i can avoid conflicts it's like what dude europe is definitely code for like insane asylums all i'm saying um that's actually so accurate um no yeah you're you're totally right um why can he just tell her that stormer was his his sister i don't know like what is this show with like lies for no reason it's just it's very much a soap opera they're just like oh no this might pay off later let's make this keep this a secret and let it fester (laughs) well because yeah like in the end when after Rhea wins and um fucking shana uh decides to come back and she doesn't she's and the holograms are like oh we were just pretending that we didn't want her in the band to make her not feel bad so she would go pursue her dream. It's like, why would you pretend? Like, why can't you just say what you mean? Dude, also, even that circumstance, like, Tony Jules pulled off an in-person three-way phone call. Because, like, Shayna was hiding behind (laughs) the door so she could hear them talk about her. It was fucked up. Yeah, like, you can't, you don't, like, these are your best friends. You have the fucking song where you're imagining... You know, you and your friends and how... Oh, it's, what was that song called? All right, All's Right with the World? Yeah, it's the ending song. It's, it's, so, yeah, basically, Rhea wins. Shayna returns. She makes up with a band. There's, like, a brief scene where, like, Rhea's like, oh, they don't need me anymore. But then they come to Rhea's, like, uh, household garage studio thing. And this is where they play All is Right with the World, where everyone is um, jamming around, including Shayna, who is now on guitar. And, yeah, basically, like, this whole song is about... Like, you know, how great it is to have each other and their friendship is so magical and they're shooting in, into the sky yeah. and they're shooting stars and okay. the shooting stars are falling down like little sperm. Dude, yeah. This is like, they had some like good like transitions in here because at one point, I think it starts off like, yeah, in the garage and they pan out and they pan out and it gets like farther and then eventually we're in the atmosphere and then the cast plus Rio is floating into the sky shrouded by energy and that energy then turns into like these sailor moon celestial spheres that circle the moon <laughs> and shoot into the galaxy. It was sweet. 
And there's like a there's a sky train, and they come <laughs> they come back to Earth on a rainbow slide. It was good. I love the sky train, dude. The sky train was great. Does that mean? <laughs> it was a you know, like clouds turned into train tracks, which then turned into some pink locomotive conducted by Jen wearing a giant train conductor hat. Of course. Right, right. Um, so I really like the part. We kind of, we definitely glossed over the ending here, but one of my favorite parts is when um, Alonzo comes back and his bro- her, Rhea's brother is there and they want to take a picture, but Jem's gone behind, gone backstage to get Jerrica um, to give the fucking company, the voting company guy, a check. Right, we missed our, no, 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 no. We okay. We also missed. We also glossed over the 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 that guy because his voice is ridiculous. <laughs> the independent company guy who was dressed like a fucking train conductor for also all. dressed like, or like yeah, like a like a like a hotel like bellboy or something. I yes. don't know. <laughs> or he was gonna like oh hand God, you a like a like a monogram. Or a telegram or something. <laughs> Was that how employees of independent voting companies they, dress, they all dress old-timey like that. It's part of the union deal. <laughs> but what was his voice like? His voice, it was like, it was one of those like very evidently like a woman's voice. Even though like... Oh, was it? Yeah, dude, 100% it was. I would be very surprised if it wasn't. Um, it was just like, uh, did he like... You know, just like get high on helium before this. I don't really know what's so happening, funny. but it was it was it was interesting. Um, yeah, that was that was good. Um, so at one point when Shayna is explaining, this is another thing that we didn't bring. Oh, up. Oh, dude, yeah, yeah, go ahead, super go ahead, fucking go ahead, funny. Go ahead, yeah, 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 yeah. When they're like Shayna, like, what happened? Like, why did you stop? Shayna's like, I guess I wasn't cut out for it <laughs> and then they all kind of like laughed they were like oh dude terrible pun <laughs> and they legit say like terrible pun it was really good why did you quit the show i guess i just wasn't cut out for it oh <laughs> terrible pun you must meet Rhea. you'll love her Rhea? Rhea? Yeah, but, like, also, I've never been... Shayna has never been the kind of bitch who I expect to make a joke. Right, no, no, no. Like, she's been kind of a humorless shrew. It was, it was weird, and the delivery was a kind of, like, again... I think Shayna has done these types of puns before, but it always comes out of her mouth like she's talking seriously, so it always sounds like, I don't know, like an insane person threatening you. <laughs> and so when she says, like, I guess I wasn't cut out for it it's like Shayna uh del- every, the delivery is in everything and she uh, she bombs it every time she bombed it every she bombs it every time that's 100% factual yeah 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 uh, I also like love when Rayo is explaining how she knew who Jericho was the entire time because yeah she saves Jem from doing a little switcheroo in front of people um and then she's telling them about Eric Raymond and Kimber has this line like let me guess he uh, he bribed you and then blackmailed you, and it's one of those like they're just like very nonchalant about the whole blackmail thing. I know, like oh that Raymond, that, that Eric. Eric, that Raymond, classic Raymond blackmailing you. 
<laughs> manipulating you and telling you you ain't shit. Yeah. <laughs> Let me guess. He told you you're not gonna win. And then he told you and you're then he, not. And then he blackmailed anything. you. Yeah, yeah. That's our Ray Ray. <laughs> That's our Raymond. That's so Raymond. <laughs> that's so Raymond. Uh, everybody loves Raymond. Uh, I guess we have two shows to work with there. <laughs> yeah, we really do. No one loves Raymond, though. Yeah, exactly, exactly. I mean, you have a thing for his socked feet. Oh, yeah, I got I got a thing for Raymond. But, like, I'm not going to say I love Raymond. Like, if there was a show, like, <laughs> I got a thing for Raymond, then that would fit. Raymond, he's okay, I guess. Raymond, I, you know. <laughs> So, okay, this is actually, this might be kind of hard to determine who the baddest bitch of this episode is. Um, yeah, I, I'm going to put Rhea in the mix because I love the scene where she fucking grabs Jenna's hair and does not let go. <laughs> I loved it. And the, the pack of jackals is a good line. Oh, that's such a good line. Um, yeah, that was good. Um, I was also going to say maybe Jetta. Oh, for the opposite of like calling a bunch of goons up and then, yeah, having that alpha dog moment. Yeah. Um, and strong arming them into doing it without giving them all the money. Yeah. Um, yeah. Which is a smart street move anyway. But she was horrible. I think <laughs> Rhea is probably a better option. If we want to go the moral high ground, I say we should tie it. Because the two actions really do cancel each other out. Because Jetta was a bad bitch in like, you know, getting all them goons up in her biz and making them do her biz. But she had a weak bitch moment when she let Rhea effectively beat her up. So I think that both of them should get it. Yeah, for sure. I mean, like the one thing going against Rhea is that ultimately she didn't make it right. She didn't get her dad more money. Craig did. That is but true. Then- that is true. But you know what? Whatever. No one's perfect. Yeah. Yeah. I, I to a degree, you could say that, you know, uh, Rhea going to Eric's place and then finding out that he did it and still saying like, no, you're fucking awful and storming off is what led to Craig taking a, such a hard arm stance against Eric. So in some True. way she did, you know, push that domino, that domino being that sweet psycho Craig Phillips. <laughs> He's so crazy. Yeah, he's insane. Like, he didn't even have to, like, that, like, that wasn't his score to settle. Yeah, but he wanted to settle it because he was raged up. He just needed a reason to beat Eric up. Yeah, basically. Um, so, okay, weakest bitch. Weakest bitch. I don't think it's Craig Phillips. I think he was... Oh, no, no, He was anything A different but, yeah, he was on some other, some other level. <laughs> I don't even want to touch him. Are you kidding me? He'll come for me. Uh... Who was the weakest? Maybe Eric when he got choked by that light and then caved and gave Craig the money. Yeah, it was pretty weak. It was pretty weak. Oh, Eric, poor guy. Uh, And also, Jetta just like straight up stole his wallet and then like took the money and flung his empty wallet at him. And he's like, hey. Yeah. And did nothing. Yeah, yeah. Comparatively to everybody else, I will have to say Eric Raymond. I was going to think maybe... Like, the mean actress lady. But she was actually such a bad bitch. It almost entered weak bitch territory. But maybe, like, it doesn't really count. There was so much plot this episode that I completely forgot about her. Yeah, yeah, exactly. As did I. It came to me. I was going to say Shayna. I was like, no, she was even weaker. 
Yeah, Shayna, I mean, she kind of deserves it, though, but um, I think Eric deserves it a little bit more. I agree. I agree. So, Eric Raymond, weakest bitch of the episode. Congratulations. Congratulations. It's a well-earned title. <laughs> a select few. Such an otter. Truly. A handful of human beings <laughs> can say that they have attained this title. So, exactly. Pretty fucking big and deal. Even fewer recognize it. Yeah, exactly. Some might say none outside of present company, <laughs> but we're not those people. Yeah, we would never say such a thing. Of course not. Of course not. Such hurtful lies. Yeah, just blatant <laughs> lies. That's 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 the most hurtful aspect. Is just you know how untruthful they are. I know. And why would they want to hurt us? With- they're untruths yeah. like that. Why you gotta do me like that? Yeah, why you gotta do me like that? Um, but anyway, uh, with all that said and done, that brings us to the end of yet another episode of Gem Girls Podcast. If you want to catch us on the social meds, uh, by all means do that. We are hilarious in that format as well as this format, but who is doubting that? Yeah, also social um, meds, social media, just for the uh, uninitiated. Yeah, but, like, you should know what that means. Come on, don't be, yeah, don't be stupid. Um, so our social media accounts are Gem Girls Podcast across the social media sphere. And then our website is gemgirls.com. And also be sure to rate us and review us wherever you find podcasts, particularly Apple Podcasts, because, like, where else do you find us? And by rate and review, I mean five stars and a positive review. That's it. <laughs> It's so easy in those two simple steps, you can make a world of difference. Yeah, you can spread the good word of the high gemissary, Christy Marks. And with that, I am Orvis Jones. And I am Hakuna Matitis. And until next time, stay stay outrageous. outrageous.